Hi, I'm Elisa Preston and welcome to summer 2022. I love summertime and podcast wise, it is when I take a break from the regular rhythm of praise through it and I turn it into praise through it together, a community extension of the podcast. Praise through it is based on Philippians 4, 8, which says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is right, whatever is noble, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, whatever is excellent and praiseworthy, think about these things. My goal will always be to help you shine light into your daily life. In the summer, we listen to other people's stories of light and hope, and today is absolutely no exception. We have Darcy Steiner, a sweet, sweet soul who became a fast friend and who has much to offer us in the way of joy and hope. Darcy has served in the ministry as a teen and women's ministry leader, as well as assisted with church plants in Denver and Los Angeles. In 2001, Darcy nearly lost her life after a debilitating fall down the stairs in her home. During her six-year recovery back then, she earned a master's degree in holistic nutrition and implemented natural remedies into her lifestyle that truly helped save her life. When Darcy became disabled a second time after a foot injury in 2018, she wrote her debut book, Beauty Beyond the Thorns, Discovering Gifts in Suffering, as well as its companion study guide, and we do talk about that today. She's an inspirational speaker and a nutritionist and such a light. If you are currently suffering, if you have recently gone through a period of suffering, if you want to just get ready for battle for a future suffering, because it's something that for sure touches all of us, this is a conversation for you. So no further ado, here is my chat with Darcy J. Steiner about joy in suffering. All right. Well, welcome, Darcy, to Summer 2022 Praise Through It Together. Can you tell us about you and what you do and what your heart is for? And we'll go from there. Sure. Thank you so much uh, for having me. So I am a recent author, not by choice, although it kind of was a dream of mine, um, but I never made the space for it. But God ended up making the space for it. Uh, he sure will when he's got something for you to do, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He used disability to, to bring about a dream come true, which is kind of funny, but you know, he, he kind of directs our paths in different ways sometimes than we plan. And um, mine has been redirected many times yeah. uh, because of physical health. So Um, So can you talk a little bit more about that? How did he use disability to bring a dream come true? That is a really great sentence that's so (laughs) and powerful. Tell me about it. Yeah. So four years ago, almost four years ago, and it'll be in July. So when this comes out, it'll be four years. um, I was injured at my daughter's wedding, actually. Thankfully, it was during cleanup. They had already left. I was so grateful. I was like, okay, if I'm going to be injured at my daughter's wedding, the best time is during cleanup. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Oh, man. So what happened was I had one more run into the facility to get my dress. I had forgotten my dress. So I ran back in 
and it was the last time I ran. And there was a stack of heavy wooden chairs leaning against the wall. And one of them slid down and hit my ankle, which doesn't sound like a big deal. Mm -hmm. But 20 years prior, I had another disability and developed a condition called complex regional pain syndrome. And for nine years, I was healed from that. And when this chair hit me, it reinitiated the complex regional pain syndrome. Okay. I was in for another fight for my life. So this was, this is round two of disability. So Um, can you, for someone who's never heard complex regional pain syndrome, can you just explain it a little bit? Yeah. It's a nerve pain disorder. It's severe. It, the, uh, Honestly, the term for it that a lot of CRPS patients use is the suicide disease. It's, mm. it's very painful. Like I can't even tell you. We feel pain so much greater than the normal person. Like mm-hmm. this would have been a sprained ankle to someone. Mm-hmm. To me, I haven't been able to walk in four years. Mm. Like my nerves are extremely sensitive and damaged. Nerves regenerate, thankfully. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping I can walk again one day. Mm-hmm. I can a little bit mm-hmm. more than I used to be able to. So it's just very slow progression. But I honestly don't know if I'll ever be able to go for a walk outside again. Yeah. So yeah, it's not very many people have it. It's mm-hmm. rare to find someone who does. And I invite anybody, if you've ever heard of it, or if you experience it, I have through podcasting uh, connected with some people who have CRPS. Oh, I bet that was helpful to have people who understand firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. I just talked to one, uh, uh, a friend, the, a new friend. I don't know how old she is, but she just got married. So she's wow. younger. Um, And she heard a podcast and she called me and we've become friends and yeah, kind of a little support. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that part of your story. So it happened when you were a child and then again, as an adult four years ago. And so what impact did that have on your faith, that kind of suffering, that kind of pain? Well, initially, you know, it was like, really God twice? Hmm. Like, I almost died from the first, from the first time I was disabled and I was, I was actually in my thirties. I was a young mom. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm yeah. I'm 57. Oh, okay. You look very much younger. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 57. Um, And so I was a young mom and my, my kids were two and a half and five and that injury, I fell down the stairs and was bedridden for two years and then in a wheelchair for two and a half years. And I'm a nutritionist. Um, I became a nutritionist because of that disability. So again, another mm. formation time, um, yeah. but I had to fight for my life. Mm-hmm. And so I became a nutritionist and got out of that disability. I was healed completely. No pain. That's amazing. Yeah. So this was like, really? a second time? Like, what didn't I learn the first time, God? And I had a really hard time because I thought I was going to go through 
fighting for my life again. And I kind of am right now. My blood work is not great. Mm -hmm. My white blood cell count is low. My neutrophils are low because my body isn't making bone marrow because I'm not walking. So I'm not. Oh, so it's just a cycle. Yeah. It's just a cycle. Yes. And I have to be able to do that, but I'm trying as hard as I can every day. So I am in his hands. Like, I don't know what my future holds, but what ended up happening was I stopped praying for a while Mm -hmm. because I just felt, and I kind of learned like how much my prayers were genie prayers before this. Oh, talk about that. Yeah. What's that mean? Yeah. Well, like asking God for this and asking God for that. And can you do this? And will you do that? And so it was like, I realized I'm just asking God for stuff. And so there was a transformation that happened in my prayer life. And gosh, I, it's really cool to have podcasts because when you talk, you realize things that you didn't realize before, but yeah, I developed this friendship with God in a really deep, dark place. And I, it was a place where, and it still is a place where no one else can go. Mm. Husband is a great caregiver Mm. and he understands a lot, but there's an understanding and suffering that can only come from God. And so as I sought him and continue to seek him, we meet in a dark place, mm-hmm. but it's a beautiful place too, because God inhabits this darkness. It's not the darkness that Satan inhabits. It's, it's the darkness of suffering, but it's paradoxical because God is in the darkness and the light. And Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That what an important thing to know about your relationship with the Lord, that the darkness you are in is not the darkness Satan inhibits or lives in, that it's the darkness where God is. I mean, what a mindset shift that will be for us who take that on. I mean, I wrote it down and I wrote down genie prayers because I'm sure I've heard it before, but, you know, and I have the advantage of seeing your face while you're talking, but um, I mean, we all do that. You know, we all have this list of things And it sounds like your relationship with God was just deeply, deeply formed. Yes. And I, you know, it makes you grateful for times of suffering because once you understand that it's a transformative time, that God is forming you like gold, Mm, you know, like a gold mine. Mm -hmm. He's, he's skimming the dross off. He's mm-hmm. cleansing you and he's forming and shaping you and making you pure. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I have received a lot of joy in suffering. It's so paradoxical. It's like I see now, and a lot of it comes from hindsight. I'm in a place where I've suffered so much that I... I can kind of see the good. And this is what my book is about. I wrote about gifts and suffering and, and I've discovered God in um, that I'm closer to God in suffering than when I'm not, I'm so dependent on him. Like I'm so dependent on him for survival and 
I just feel this deep friendship and I feel adoration. I've had a hard, hard time in my relationship with God feeling adored by him because I didn't feel adored by my father until later, you know, till the last couple of his life. Okay. But I feel this adoration and I feel blessed in this suffering because I see how it's forming me to be closer to him and what can be better than that. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's so special. Uh, you touched on something. I'm getting wrapped in and listening to you. <laughs> Forgetting what, <laughs> to say. Um, what is the name of your book? That's what I wanted uh, you to talk about the name of your book. And then you said, you mentioned to me, it comes with a study guide. So it what does. can we expect to learn from it and, and kind of go through or reflect on if we read that book and go through that study? Sure. So it's called Beauty Beyond, Thorn- Be- Beauty Beyond the Thorns. And then the subtitle is Discovering Gifts in Suffering. So the beauty beyond the thorns, I'll just tell you, is Jesus. You know, spoiler alert, it's Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's Jesus. Yeah. And it's it's not really a spoiler alert. It's it's more like, I don't know, just insight into suffering that that there are thorns in life, no matter what we go through, financial struggles or you know, relationship troubles or physical suffering. It just it kind of all blends together. So the message in the book, I go, I have 30 chapters, so it can be used as a daily devotional mm-hmm. if you want to. And that's where the study guide comes in is it will help you to personalize whatever your struggle is or suffering and help you go deeper with God. It can be used as a Bible study, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, for groups or individuals. And is it only for people suffering physically or is it also for just for any kind of suffering that we experience here on earth? Well, my book talks a lot about uh, physical suffering, but I'm also a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. So I have a nutrition chapter in there and I talk about, you know, kind of some nutritional things, but I use biblical stories. For instance, I talk about Paul and, you know, the gift of direction. So every chapter is named the gift of blank, Okay. the gift of courage, the gift of compassion, and these gifts that God gives us when we suffer. And you pulled out 30. That's amazing. Like the gift of perseverance. I don't know how I'm going to make it to tomorrow, but God gives me perseverance Mm -hmm. and that's how I make it. But like the man with the shriveled hand, he had courage. He had Mm -hmm. courage to hold out his hand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's given me courage, his story. So it's based on a lot of biblical characters. And obviously Paul, you know, had a thorn Mm -hmm. in his flesh. But God used him to write more books in the Bible than anyone. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He's a great example on so many levels, for sure. Yeah. And so he, I look at him, I look at Joseph was in prison forever, you know, 12 Mm -hmm. years and forgotten. And sometimes when we suffer, we feel forgotten, but we're not forgotten. God's just using that time. Like for me, he used my suffering to, to carve out time 
for me to write a book. And that so, was the next thing I was going to ask was the two dreams. You said two dreams from disabilities, two different times. So the first one was a nutritionist. Yeah. So you took that time and you used it to become a nutritionist. And then the second time was to write a book. So how does that shape your view on God and his dreams for his children? Wow. That our plans aren't necessarily his plans because me, a nutritionist, <laughs> I never in my life would have imagined that. And yet my life was dependent on it. Mm. And this book was a way for me to give, like I was seeing these things in my relationship with God that was transforming my life. And I'm like, you know, I started a blog and I'm like, I've got to share this. I've got to be able to, for these things that he's teaching me to give uh, to other people because I didn't do that last time. It was kind of just, you know, me. Yeah. But But it sounds like it was also laying ground for this next time and for wanting to share the purpose you found in your pain. That's a good point. Yeah. It was kind of the, the pre, (laughs) yeah, the pre pain time, the pre suffering time for, for me to kind of figure out you need to give you know, Mm -hmm. and it's amazing how much giving, you know, when you're focused on other people, Mm. it helps your own pain, you know, because when I'm focused on giving to other people, I'm not so focused on myself and it lessens my pain. And yeah, it's like lifting each other out of the trench, you know, when you make like, you know, when you put your hands down so somebody else can put their foot up there, and then they yeah. go up, you know, and yeah. they purpose in that. And instead of being focused on how far below ground you are, you're focused on, you know, working together and being a leader and helping other people out of the deep dark. Right. So I think that was transformative is like, okay, God, you've got to give me the courage, you mm-hmm. know, to be able to do this. And, and then speaking, you know, I've always felt like I'm not a very good speaker like I can't come up with words or whatever and and then podcasting came along and I was like okay well I'm willing I'm just I'm the straw I'm I'm the vessel and I'm Mm -hmm. willing so if that's what you want me to do I'm willing so I think a willingness has just really helped me in my relationship with God and he can choose what he wants me to do Mm -hmm. you know and this opportunity came along so I'm like okay I'm willing Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I always pray for the listeners. I'm like, you know, there's somebody that needs this. So help me to say what whoever's hearing, mm-hmm. who's ever listening needs to hear. And that's my prayer before every podcast is, you know, I just pray that it meet, meets the needs of at least someone, yeah. you know? Yeah. How nice. If you're listening, you can know that Darcy has prayed for you. That is a beautiful thing. I have. Indeed. (laughs) Between the first time this complex regional pain syndrome happened and this time, do you ever, um, like, do you ever spend time reflecting on the difference in your relationship with the Lord between then and now? Oh, great. Gosh, beautiful question. Oh, thank you. You know, yes, I, I do. And I just, I think I'm so much closer to God now because 
there is a lot that comes with hindsight. Like I said, I'm 57 Mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe a lot of your listeners haven't gone through, you know, suffering or extreme Mm -hmm. suffering, but one day you might, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just saying that don't be afraid of that or be fearful, but things just happen in life. Mm -hmm. And so I think I trust him more now. And I, I realized one of my quotes is, I can sit in fear and not be afraid because I know that that he is working good in suffering. So twice now I've had to sit in fear and I'm not as afraid as you think I might be. Mm -hmm. I see that he worked the last time for good. Yeah. So that gives me hope and trust that this time he's also working his plans for good. And I don't know what that is, but mm-hmm. I don't need to. Mm-hmm. It's like Job, like God never told Job the why, even though they talked, mm-hmm. they talked all the time. God never told him why he was going through this. So I don't know the why, but I trust, I know that he is good and he is God and he knows what he's doing. So I'm just facing him and letting him look out and direct yeah. where we I think that's wise because, I mean, you know, we forget our human capacity. We forget that we are not God, right? We try to control things. We try to carry way more than we really need to. And we just forget that we're not the creator of the universe and we can't control all of those things. And so to look to him is really wise. Even the question you said you asked when it happened again, you were like, what didn't I learn the first time? You know, we go through these periods of where we think, you know, we know we were faithful. We know we grew a lot. And then we're just like, done. I learned it. I'm good. I have my lesson. Let's move on. And then the Lord is like, no, 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 wait, you had more to learn. You know, my, one of my therapists always describes it as a spiral staircase. So the first time something comes around, you know, you're low level and you deal with it. And then the next time, you know, you're like 10 levels up. So you're more mature and you have a higher view of it. And so you can look at the hindsight you gained from the first time and bring that wisdom in, you know, with you the next time, because it'll probably come around again because suffering is just part of the human condition. It is, it is. And so if, you know, if anybody feels like they're on a bumpy dirt road, like washboard bumpy Mm -hmm. when wishing you were on a paved highway. Mm -hmm. instead like it's not it doesn't mean that your purpose is thwarted it's you know you might be slowed down for a reason but you know take a relook you know be open to what God might be trying to show you because it might be better than what you have planned Mm -hmm. yeah you know sure yeah probably is and the shaping and the forming is what he's going to use to get you there for his purpose So his purpose for me, I don't know, but I'm hoping that it, it can help others. Oh, I know it can. Yeah. Just, I mean, just in writing that book and when somebody hears, oh my gosh, she is wheelchair bound and she was, you know, um, bedridden for two years and she wrote a book where she pulled out 30 gifts from that. You know, I, I think that's just a testament to the fact that you are paying attention 
to what God is showing you? And that's just such a great question for any of us to ask. Okay, what didn't I learn the first time? And maybe we ask it sarcastically at first, but then if we really Uh hold it and we really ask him, what didn't I learn the first time that I can learn here? It doesn't mean that we will be miraculously cured when we wake up the next morning, but you know, from the inside out is really where it matters most. Life is lived from the inside out. You know, we can only show so much on the outside. And you right. know, it's the purity of heart and the state of our heart that really makes our life. Yeah. And you know, the the thing that has helped me the most is the Bible. I mean, I just love the Bible and I see things differently than I used to 20 years ago, going back to your original question, like, you know, I would read and, you know, try to understand, but the suffering things, like I'm writing another book right now. So I'm writing a book about midnight worship and worship God during, you know, for insomniacs and and that kind of, but I'm looking at David and the Psalms and his sufferings and he sang like, he sang to God when he was in distress and he wrote these beautiful Psalms. And yeah, there's a lot of, I'm being attacked and, you know, that kind of thing. But the experience that he had with, with suffering, sometimes we forget, you know, his life was being sought after and he talked about being skin and bones and, and, you know, that's physical suffering, but the emotional suffering that, that he experienced too. And, but the Bible is just what helps you get through. It's like, that is God's word. And I cling to the red letters in the gospels. So when you read that and you're like, you know, I'm so down, but you go to the red letters and what Jesus said, it just helps you feel like you're conversing with your brother. Yeah. Yeah. And and then what that does for our heart is something that is irreplaceable. You know, I mean, it's invaluable. Yeah. And it's mysterious how that works. Like you're in the Bible, God changes you. Like it's just, it never comes back void. So so spending time there is the best thing you can do if you're going through something difficult. Yeah. I learned a lot about that from my mom. She loves reading the Bible and she spends so much time with God every day. And she takes care of her mom who has dementia you know, they live together. And so that's not an easy life being a caregiver of someone who is slowly forgetting, you know, but she just is so faithful every day. And you can see it in the, you know, the peace in her home, my daughter, when my daughter sleeps over there, I don't, they don't even have to read Bible stories. Like the Lord is just so present there. And like Jesus's love is just so overflowing in that apartment. She comes out of there singing about God every single time. And I just think that's a testament to how much time she spends reading the Bible for sure. Yeah. It just comes out of her. It does. Yeah. Actually, yeah. With caregivers, you know, my husband like just shines the light of Christ. He just, Mm -hmm. he does. And he wrote a chapter in. Oh, how special. Wrote a chapter uh, about caregiving and what it's Mm -hmm. like for him and really vulnerable and we just recorded the audiobook. How so, special. Yeah. So the audio is going to be coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, so it'll be out by July. Yeah. Cause this will be out in July. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, what did you say your next one is called? Midnight song. 
Midnight worship. Midnight worship. That's right. When my daughter was little and like little or she's only six, but like when she was one and I would be up with her, I just sang praise and worship. That was the only thing oh, that awesome. kept me sane. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole idea is, you know, instead of just struggling in the night, because I've been a lot awake a lot in the night from pain <clears throat> or just, you know, different things. You can't turn your mind off you know, cause you're worried about something or you're being creative and you have an idea and you, you know, there's lots of reasons why we don't sleep. And so instead of, you know, being disheartened, we can turn to music, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's a gift, just worship, Mm -hmm. you know, worship God, because we, he's good, even in the hard times. Mm -hmm. So we worship him when we're happy, but Let's worship him when we're going through a difficulty and that hopefully will rest our minds and shift us into a place of peace where we can then fall asleep. Yeah. Mm, I love how much you talk about the heart of things. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Well, the example there is Paul and Silas, you know, it's based off of their story when they were in prison and they were just beaten and it's midnight and they start singing like that. Can you imagine Mm-mm. like just having been beaten and flogged and you're in prison and it's midnight and they start worshiping? No, I can't. that's what the whole book is based on. So anyway, oh, we look yeah. forward to that. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll make sure to link your book beyond the thorns and the study guide in our show notes so that people can find that for themselves or for somebody else. Cause I can think of somebody that I'd like to send it to already. So, um, before we ask you where we can connect with you, is there anything else that you want to tell the people who are listening? Yes. Thank you. You know, I think the most important thing that we can do day to day is just hope. Mm. I think, you know, we're going through a hard time right now, the whole world, you know, but to never lose hope because God is our hope. And God is in control of everything, not just, you know, let's take it out of, you know, down from, okay, he's looking and helping us individually, but he's also helping us worldwide. Mm -hmm. He knows what's going on. He's fully aware. And so let's not fret. Let's not be fearful. Let's not be afraid. Let's trust in him. And there's always hope. Mm -hmm. So our hope comes from him. So please, if you're listening and you feel hopeless, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep lifting your chin. Let him look into your eyes, look into the Bible and never give up hope. He's our hope. He's our beauty beyond the thorns. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Um, how can we connect with you if we want to know more about you, if we want to follow along, where do we go? Sure. So I have a website. It's Darcy, D-A-R-C-I, middle initial J, Steiner with an E-I, S-T-E-I-N-E-R.com. DarcyJSteiner.com is my website. And so you can find the books there, but you can also learn more about me and speaking opportunities and that kind of thing. I just do online because I'm, I am wheelchair bound, but there's online speaking opportunities and I'm a nutritionist too. So there's that online. And then I'm on all social media channels at Darcy J Steiner on Instagram. It's Darcy J Steiner dot writer. 
So, ah, okay. Well, we'll link all those in the show notes too. I always link the socials. So that's perfect. So thank you so much for the hope and the light that you gave people who listened today. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. Mm-hmm. You have a sweet spirit. It's been you and great questions. I've oh. really our time together. Oh, thank you. Me too. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with us today and for hanging out with me for this year's Praise Through It Together. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Elisa Preston or shoot me a message at hello at elisapreston.com. I'm taking a break from content creation and from this podcast for the rest of the summer because I don't want to miss a minute with my family, but I will reconnect on the podcast in the fall. And if I'm up for it, there'll be something here or there on Instagram. I don't know yet. I just really want to enjoy that sunshine. I am wishing you a week of full joy. I'll see you soon.